You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Well, welcome to the to the Geek End Update. <laughs> welcome. Welcome. So um, we are still riding the high from yesterday. We went to Great Lakes Comic Con and... Uh, did a did a live podcast there, although technically it wasn't live because the Wi-Fi was not working. But hey, that'll be up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone that goes to cons tends to know that the uh, the Wi-Fi networks are often bogged down there. Yeah. So, um, but hey, we had fun and we got to interview quite a few people and everything. So that's cool. So, um, but we are here uh, doing our next episode, and and I'm Wendy, and I am Scott. And we have Jamie here. Hey. And Brandon. Hello. And our sound engineer, Randy, who's going to try and make us sound good. Hello. hello. <laughs> it's inconceivable. <laughs> Especially for someone who's so soft-spoken. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as always, we definitely want this to be an interactive show. So feel free to uh, to call in or email us, and Scott's got all that information. <laughs> yes, so uh, if you wish to call us in live, uh, our number is 248-579-5260. Uh, you can also email us at thegeekendupdate at gmail.com uh, or Facebook us at The Geek End Update, uh, or you can also tweet us and follow us at uh, The Geek End Update on Twitter. It's spelled the UPD. Eight. That is the number eight. So yeah. So and we have Brandon here. Like the Brandon's our our tech guru. So he's monitoring it. So definitely feel free to uh, to message or you know email us and everything. Because today we're going to be talking about comic cons and we are going to talk about like memories of comic cons we've been to, kind of our thoughts on it and everything. And we'd love to hear our you know our listeners' memories or thoughts on comic cons and everything. So feel free to uh to be tweeting those in or yeah, message us. us through any of our means and we'll uh give you a little shout out on the show. Yeah. And so um like I said uh you know yesterday we were at Great Lakes Comic Con and <laughs> I know I said it on on the recording there, but um you know everyone was saying that it was it was gonna be a small thing. And I was totally like floored with how big it actually was. I mean, it's not like, like huge, like Motor City Comic Con, but it was way yeah. bigger than I was, than I was ex- um, expecting after everyone was saying that it was a very small thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, quite a few people. Scott got to meet someone that he fangirled over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, really two people. Yeah. It was uh, Brian Muir. Yes. And, and Lydia Graber. Graber. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> He fangirled over her, but doesn't remember her name. <laughs> so, so who who were they? What uh, what were they? What are they notable for? So, Brian Muir uh, is actually uh, uh, he did the sculpting for Darth Vader's costume. Oh, so you know he's major part of that you know iconic look. Uh, he also did it for uh, the stormtroopers as well. Okay, and then uh, Lydia. Uh, she played multiple Ewoks in uh, the Return of the Jedi. All right, so she's a, she was a, she was the tiny woman there. Yes, she yep. was she was uh, yeah she was uh, of short stature. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, it was cute. I don't know if you noticed. Did you talk to her? Did you get to talk to her? Too? Oh, yeah. yeah extensively. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She, uh, she uh, told Wendy where to find uh, mini skews. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but it was really cute. While she, while she was sitting there talking to people, she doodles Ewoks. Um, and they're very, they're very crude drawings and then she, and then she autographs them. It's, oh my gosh. They're, they're, oh man. they're like, she, so that. she doodles, yeah, she doodles little Ewok faces, uh, and then she autographs them. So I was huh. just, I was just standing there cause she was like right next to where we were yeah. recording at. And, uh, so I was watching her do that and it was like, just, you know, passing the time while she's there and talking to people and she's just doodling like, these cute little Ewok faces. Yeah. And I got, I asked her, I was like, were you, were you part of the Ewok movies? too because um for those of you who don't know i i again i i didn't know too much about star wars until i started dating scott and uh, uh <laughs> my my son's father actually um tried introducing me to them to the episodes four five and six and he put on four but it was right after i had steven so you know newborn mom here what happens when the kid's asleep and you know you're comfy in a chair and a movie comes on and it's dark 10 minutes in, I was out. <laughs> so, so yeah, so um, I wasn't super into Star Wars, but as a kid, I watched the Ewoks movies, like the, you know, the Battle for Endor and, you know, and so I got to ask her, were, you know, was she in the Ewoks movies? And she said, no, I, I was not. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know. And <laughs> but she did know some of the people who were. So. Yeah. So, but that was, you know, that was cool because then I told her about, you know, how I grew up with them not knowing it was a Star Wars thing. And uh, and then we it, like when we were watching Star Wars and the Ewoks came on, I was like, I know those things. <laughs> cute little so things. you kind of had it in reverse order. Yeah, like so, totally yeah. reverse order. So good thing there was not too many spoilers. Right, or right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, actually, none of those movies are considered canon anymore. Huh? Yeah. Who made them not canon? I don't know. I, I think Disney. Were, yeah. Did, uh, was it just Disney, Disney or, put the big or, did, on it. or were they made non-canon? Prior to that, I think, so what about the Christmas I think special? Lucas made them non-canon. <laughs> the Christmas special is is even like frowned upon by George Lucas himself. I, oh, I know. I that did was not. Made. I did not find out about that Christmas special until uh, just this past year, when the the most recent movie was coming out, and then a couple of things surfaced on the thing about oh Chewbacca and his family at Christmas, <laughs> and then just how horrific it was, and then I watched a couple of clips, and I'm like, oh my god, yeah, that was like yeah, really that, truly awful. That was that was made non-canon the second it hit TV. Yeah. <laughs> That was, well, uh, they made it like they made a little homage to it or whatever at um in Glee. For those of you who watch Glee, you know, the, for their Christmas special, Artie was asked to direct a Christmas special, <laughs> and uh, and so he wanted it to be very much like reminiscent of the George Lucas Christmas, you know, the Star Wars Christmas special. So, um, <laughs> Finn, you know, Finn comes on. Finn and, and Hudson both come on dressed up, or not Hudson. What's his name? Puck. Puck. Yeah. Puck. Finn and uh, Puck come in dressed up as Star Wars characters, but you know they're, you know, they ask them and they're like, "No, we are not," because that would be copyright. Any <laughs> 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 so, similarities are totally coincidental. Coincidental. Breaking the fourth wall right there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So, but yeah, I mean, so we got to, we got to talk to, to her and uh, I wasn't around when, when Scott got to talk to Brian Muir, but he comes in, he's like, I got a book that's signed. <laughs> <laughs> I bought his book, got it signed and got pictures taken with him. I was a happy person. Yeah. <laughs> and then so, talk about. And what, do, what does he do? Cause. 
Uh, he he does sculpting for, for oh the, 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 yes 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 sorry yeah, it's yeah. for Darth Vader all right yeah uh, and he was right next to uh, the, right next to the, her. The, the, yeah and yeah. by the five oh first there yeah mm-hmm. um, and so a lot of those were creations of his the uh, the originals right so he helped well they're based on it none of them yeah, were actual the originals the yeah. originals are you know I yeah. know that Darth Vader's original was actually sitting in Hollywood Studios for a hot minute I don't know if it still is yeah um, I don't know. I don't know if it's still there. You know, they shut down the great movie ride. (laughs) But, you know, um, it was there for, you know, for a while. And then so, but I don't know where it's at now. Yeah. But uh, I think if I if I saw correctly, I need to read the book. But I think he also did uh, sculpting for like the alien movies, too. Oh, that's good stuff there as well. I've never seen him. Wouldn't be up your alley at all. No, no. There was an alien part no. in the great movie ride. I know, like you know, like, and we're going through it. And the first time I I was riding it and everything, the thing popped down from the ceiling, and I screamed. Oh. And when there was like tons of little kids in the cart with me, and they never, yeah. they never budged, and I'm like screaming, like, ah! you know. So the I don't do mansion more. got to you. So I swear <laughs> they added another pop scare. I swear they did. I had all of them memorized, and they <laughs> added one. I swear. I don't do horror. <laughs> I, I have a bruise from a horror movie trailer we recently saw yeah, see, at the movies. <laughs> he was cuddling with me, and I'm like, you know, he didn't. He knew it was a horror movie. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. And I'm like, I'm trying to cover my eyes and everything. And then um, I thought it was over. And then after they like put the name of the movie up and everything, there was still one more jump scare, and I jumped <laughs> so bad and it was almost like i elbow punched him and so yeah he yeah. does he he has a bruise and so he goes i should have yeah. known <laughs> we uh we also got to meet uh member of the the 501st legion yesterday also kind of fangirled over that because i've it's it's been a dream of mine to to join their ranks so you want to go on the dark side yes <laughs> yes Although I mean, the the clone side, which is sort of ambiguous, is it though? <laughs> okay, but yeah, okay. I guess I don't know as much about Star Wars, but obviously, if you sign up for something like that, you know what you're getting yourself into, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. So is it really ambiguous? I mean, the the cartoons sort of uh, show that. It oh was, yeah, I haven't watched that yet. Like. Pre-order sixty-six, different clone trooper mindset. Yeah, and we've but, surpassed my knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> won't won't go into that. That is not what this episode is about. Mm-hmm. It's about conventions. Yeah. Um, um is anyone well pop uh, it in, Steve? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Steve said something. Uh, something on our Facebook. He said Yomacon is a great uh, convention to visit as well. It's mostly an anime convention but there's always an amazing sum of things from different fandoms when you get an entire people mover full of uh people to sing out the opening of song to pokemon you know you're in the right place (laughs) (laughs) imagine being on a detroit people mover and being surrounded in people in costumes singing the the opening theme to pokemon must be catch them all (laughs) <laughs> Gotta catch them all. Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Must have been an interesting morning for the people not there for the con. <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much, Steve. Yeah. Like yes, that's thank you. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've never been to Yomacon, but you know, I've known several people to go. But I mean that's but that really that's like the coolest thing about cons, though, if you think about it. Like how everyone is just 
it's like when you're there, clicks don't matter, you know, and what you do doesn't matter. It's just you're there to share in your geekiness. And it's just incredible. You know, you can when you're in waiting in line for an autograph or, you know, for your picture, you know, the, the and everything, you, you can start a conversation with people around you. And, you know, I, I know that if you go like elsewhere, like I know Florida, you can just start a conversation with anyone. But here in Detroit, that's not necessarily the case. People are usually like, I'm in my own little world. I don't want to talk to strangers. This person might be bad. So I'm going to like just ignore them, you know, and and it completely goes away when you're at cons, you know, Motor City Comic Con, Yoma Con, you know, Great Lakes Comic Con, Um, you know, it's just it's incredible, you know, that mm-hmm. when you go in there, everyone is your friend. Yeah. Well, you know that you can you can pretty much throw a stone and probably hit somebody that that uh, has some love of something that that you love too. Yeah, of course they might not be as friendly after you've hit them with a stone. <laughs> <laughs> Where you would get a stone in a comic con too is that means you had to come in with it. Yeah, you just bring a bag full of them. <laughs> <laughs> Prove your theory. So. <laughs> But I mean, and it's true, like you can be walking through and hear so many different discussions. And actually, what's really funny was yesterday, one of the um, one of the girls that we got to interview for the podcast, she was so cool. But I didn't even notice her, co- her, you know, her costume. I how I heard, you know, I, I how I got her like noticed by her was the fact that she was having a conversation about Doctor Who. And I'm like, what? What's, what is this? Zoned in on that. I can totally, I can totally join in on this discussion. Like you know, and then you know, her hair was fantastic, and then I saw you know her costume, and I'm like, oh, that is awesome, Brandon. You'll love this. She was cosplayed as Vulpix from Pokemon. So that is indeed awesome. <laughs> so, but I couldn't think of the name of it. I go over and I'm like, I, like after because I, I, I knew what I was looking at. I couldn't remember the name. I'm horrible with names. So I go to, I go to Scott and like. Who's the one with a bunch of tails that turns into nine tails? Is that Evie? He's like, no, that's that's Vulpix. I'm like, that's who it was. <laughs> so I know Geek Card just got taken away from me, right? But <laughs> so, but I mean, it's just it's really cool that you can be like accepted when you're going to these things. Like, no one, you don't really hear a whole lot of negativity and everything. You know, when you go to, you know, everyone's just cool about everything, and I that's what I love about Comic Cons. You know, plus all the costumes. Just see some of the the work that goes into some of these. It's just incredible, you know. Yeah. I know we we're talking about the five hundred first, and and you know, I know one of the, we talked, you know, to the gentleman yesterday, and he said that one of the requirements is to have like an approved costume that looks like you're walking off set, you know, and um, and it's true. Like those costumes are just straight off the set. It's just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and if you're uh you're ever interested and you don't really want to spend money to get into a convention but you'd really kind of kind of like to spend your day checking out some of the awesome costumes uh at least one that i know of uh the yoma yoma con that happens in detroit around uh the first of november ish uh usually everything is open in there uh as long as you don't want to go to an event you only have to to get uh an id pass if you're going into an event but you can walk around all the commons of Kobo Hall and just see and be surrounded in costumes. I've almost considered doing it myself once because I'm like, oh, I don't really want to do anything there, but I'd really like to check out the costumes. So, all right. 
Yeah, I mean, people just put so much work into it. And, you know, I I wore my mini dress yesterday. <laughs> Randy. <laughs> so, um, but I mean, I was just wearing my mini dress and of course my mini ears because I wear them everywhere. And, you know, I just totally, you know, geeked out in that way, which, you know, I'm not ashamed to say it. I actually wear that for like every day sometimes, you know, if I'm, I'm like, I wear my mini dress. I, I don't care. Thank you, Torrid, for, you know, getting it in my size. So um, it's just phenomenal. And, um, you know, I was there and a lot of people were like, can I take, you know, can I take a picture? Or, awesome ears, you know, all this kind of stuff. And, and I'm sitting here like surrounded by people who have these like custom made costumes that are out of this world. And I'm like, I'm just going to dress in ears. You know? what's, what's funny is they thought that was a costume for her. It's not. It's not. I am not ashamed to say. I wear it proudly. (laughs) I also have a TARDIS dress that totally wear normal, you know. I don't care. I do not care. And so, I mean, if you got someone who wears mini ears to her own wedding, you know, you can only assume that she'd wear them around everywhere else. (laughs) So... But um, but yeah, the cosplay was amazing. It just it really was. Although I said that word when we were talking to the five hundred first, and he was like, "We don't like to use that c word." Uh, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, because they're not. I mean, it's it's different with the five hundred first, though. They're not. Uh, nah. No, it's not. <laughs> Actually, it's almost more so because you have not read their bylaws. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> that's. Uh... I'm trying to honor it. <laughs> I think it was they, they wear costumes they don't cosplay. Right. But really it's it's funny because it it is But don't they it, act in character? It's it's more yeah. so not all the time. on the play. Okay. Just yeah. like cosplayers. Not yeah. all the time in character. Yeah. Yeah. So. But it's 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 higher <laughs> emphasis on the play because that's essentially what they do when they're on the job is they be the character. You know. Yeah. It's not even Although I guess it's not cosplay. They're not play. It's just it's cause job. Cause job. <laughs> cause no cause duty. Duty is a better word for the five oh first. <laughs> and all of our immature viewers just started laughing because you said duty. <laughs> he said duty. <laughs> I was thinking it. <laughs> Please don't let, uh disqualify me. <laughs> so but yeah, I mean it was just it was incredible. And I know you know, um one of the cool things when we were there was there was a store slash podcast slash just group, you know, that was called My Wife's Gonna Kill Me. And I know we talked about it, you know, at the for the recording yesterday, but it's just it's still so cool. Like how many you know you see those people there that are like, I really want to buy this, but my wife's gonna kill me. Yep. And we, we did in fact privately get, we got the scoop on the name. It was as we figured. Yeah. Uh it was I think they just said it was one of their members that just sort of, you know, whenever They'd meet up as a group. He'd just always, at, at some point, say something and be like, "My wife's gonna kill me." <laughs> <laughs> and so then, when they were and, thinking of the name, and it, they kept and it, it just came up so much. So like that, that just has to be the name. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, it's really cool. And and started talking about, um, you know, the memory of of going to see John Barrowman at at Motor City Comic Con couple of years back it was actually at brandon's first comic-con yep back in 2014 yeah, yeah. we went we went there and oh gosh john Berman was just so cool 
It would be so awesome if we got to actually have him be a caller one day. That'd be fantastic. Or actually in in here with us. But remind me to follow him on Twitter. <laughs> And then cross our fingers that that pans out. Yeah. So um, he's just a great person. He really is so down to earth. And um, Stephen was very small at the time. And uh, he wasn't uh, he, he wasn't even four. He was three and a half. And uh, he wanted to go as, you know, as the doctor from Doctor Who. And so he got his. And it was the 11th doctor. So he got his bow tie and he got his little fez. And, he, you know, it was just it was really just adorable. <laughs> it really was adorable. And uh, um, he had his little sonic screwdriver. And, and so we were waiting in line and everything since I knew he would know who Captain Jack is as much as, you know, a three year old could know. And uh, we get up there and John Barrowman wasn't taking pictures at his table to do autographs. You know, he was not. He was saying, you know, we got to move this along because his line was just like huge. And they had to tell people like, come back. They were given tickets and say, this is when you come back because they could not fit everyone in this line. And um, and so he came out from behind the table and he tells everyone, it's kids day and he's adorable. I'm doing this. And he comes over, grabs Stephen from me and starts posing with Stephen for Aww. pictures. And he was just so cool and down to earth. And uh, but we went to his panel and uh, thank goodness Stephen was too young to get some of the stuff. I probably will not take Stephen to a John Barrowman panel until he's like 13 or 14 now because oh. <laughs> John Barrowman doesn't he doesn't censor. <laughs> and, you know, not not everything he says is horrible, but there's just some things that, you know, are a little too grown up for him, you know. And uh, and so but he was saying how he's got a closet in his house full of stuff and <laughs> and his husband Scott has told him like no more no more you know and so he was like I gotta find a way to sneak it into my closet <laughs> so you know the the whole my wife's gonna kill me thing just totally reminded me of that but that's actually how I got Brandon kind of hooked into the the comic-con stuff and everything was you know was through that 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 thing and then you know we were in the um the panel and Brandon didn't know who John Barrowman was. Nope. He left there and found him on Facebook and followed him. I did. <laughs> he was like, this guy is so cool. I don't even know who he is and he's cool. The panel was just so funny. It was like, I mean, you know, he, a lot of people did have like Doctor Who questions at mm -hmm. the time, but like a lot of it didn't end up being about Doctor Who. It was just more of his humor and that was great. Yep. And yeah, he's just, he's a great, great person. Oh yeah. So I, I just oh, it'd be so cool to actually be like one on one with him because when I mean, even when we did like the professional pictures with him, he just gets so into it with people. He has like he, it's, his rule is you just no kissing. Anything else goes like if you have a if you have a thought in mind of how you want to pose with him, it can be the dirtiest pose ever as long as the clothes are on and there's no kissing. Like <laughs> good to know. So, yeah. <laughs> So, but I mean, he's just, he's so, he's just, yeah, he's, he's really cool. So, um, but that's how I, I dragged Brandon there as a new experience and very next year he was like, so we're going to go, right? <laughs> and we took Katie. Yeah, Brandon's, we did. Yep. We, my, yep. my niece, we took Katie the next year. We surprised her. We were like, yeah, we're going to hang out in Ann Arbor for the day. <laughs> Get yeah. all cute. It'll be cool. Do your hair, makeup. It'll be fine. And then we ended up meeting uh, Chandler Riggs and Emily Kinney from The Walking Dead, two of Katie's favorite, you know, characters. Yep. So, 
And so she was super psyched when oh, we, yeah, because yeah, she's like, is, are you sure this is the way to Ann Arbor? And I'm like, <laughs> all right, just just break it to her. <laughs> Pulls out the ticket, shows her and took her a second because she's like, what, what, what is this? What is? And then she saw that it was Motor City Comic Con. She goes, are you guys serious? Like, yeah, it was a lot of, it was, it was <laughs> a lot of fun. She cried too, remember? Yeah, she She's did. like, I'm going to ruin my, my makeup. makeup. <laughs> it, so, I was just like so surprised that she f- caught on so quickly though for, you know, she's, she was what, like 14, 15 at the time? You're asking me to remember ages. <laughs> you guys are all so close to age in me and it's kind of scary to think of uh, ages actually because it makes me feel old. This was. It was 2015. Three years ago. So she was 14. Yeah. 14. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, but she had a lot of fun, you know, and it mm-hmm. was an experience for her. But she, when we got back to the car, she's like, my feet are killing me. Yeah. <laughs> bring, bring comfy shoes. If you, you've never been to a con before, bring comfy shoes. I don't understand how some, you know, some of these girls can actually like wear stilettos all day with some of these costumes. Jeez, I, I like my feet hurt just looking at them. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm glad they do. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. But yeah, yeah, I like the costumes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and Jamie for the win, he you know he grabbed someone who like cosplayed as Talon, and mm. she was just phenomenal. Yes. And I checked out her website and stuff, and it's just, I mean, it's great stuff. It is great stuff. So we, um, I went through and I like followed her and everything. I mean, she, and she was so down to earth too. She was so cool. And she was, you know, I, I mean, and the thing too is that what I used to think when I first started going to cons was that people would dress up like that. There were, there were two, there were two types of people, the people who were just like so into it that they wanted to represent their geekiness. Mm. And then there's the ones that they wanted to go, but they needed to hide. You know, so they had the costume to kind of hide or play a different character. And she was totally not hiding. You know, I mean, like she was covered up when, you know, the costume completely covered her up and she had to take off her mask and that like the hood and everything to talk to us. And but she um, you know, she was just not shy in any way, shape or form. And she was just so I mean, she was so incredibly nice, too. You know, I was asking, I mean, maybe some dumb questions to some people, you know, but I was asking questions and she was just all too happy to to answer them, you know, and it was really, it was really phenomenal. So, yeah, awesome stuff. Um, so if anyone wants to, to follow her, um, I have her thing here. Her name was Ashley and it was for Disfusional Studios. Mm-hmm. That's D-I-S. F U S I O N A L. So, and I mean, if you look at some of her stuff, it's just incredible. And you can tell that when you're looking at the pictures and everything that she's just having fun. And she works with some professional photographers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so her photos are just uh, amazing. Her, yeah. her, her makeup, because some of them are, are pretty straightforward makeup jobs and yeah. then some are, are costumes. Um, she she's just quite the artist in herself, but then the art of capturing it. She works with like some amazing photographers that have captured it really, really well too. Well, yeah, and especially with I mean, um, I, I know obviously with a podcast you can't really see, but I mean the the just the, hold it closer to the mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, Randy's pointing to a webcam. Yes, it's true. <laughs> but but we didn't have that yesterday. Yeah. At you know, but the artwork was just it was so delicate and detailed and it was just 
oh my gosh, the amount of owl, like owls on her and everything. Yeah. And they weren't just like, you know, here, a little, you know, plastic. Like it was very detailed, very well sculpted. I mean, it's just phenomenal. Yeah. Now, uh, we will probably be posting pictures of her and our other experiences on our uh, Facebook page uh, eventually coming up in the next few days. So if you're really curious as to what, you know, what she looked like in costume, uh, definitely check it out. I still think though that like even the pictures won't do it justice though. But oh, I mean, she was I mean, phenomenal. Yeah. But we got and she was telling us that that was the last time she was going to be wearing this costume too. And I'm like, how do you put so much work into something <laughs> like this and then just put it on a mannequin? <laughs> I, I feel like there has to be a ceremony or something like you know. <laughs> right. Like, what, what do you do? What do you do for that? <laughs> you get a, another like you get six other cosplayers and they salute it as you. As you go and hang it up on the stand, and <laughs> what would you? What would be like the twenty-one gun salute, though? Like, what would you? I don't know. Do I don't? I, yeah, I don't know. Because you'd be afraid of like harming it too. But I mean, it was well made. I, just it was incredible. It was incredible. I can fangirl over and over. But speaking of fangirling, yesterday I got to meet Tom Zoller. Oh my gosh, I totally <laughs> fangirled over him. Um, and and you know so and and. To be clear, um, yes, he is an attractive man, but I was not fangirling over him because he was attractive. I was fangirling over him because of just his awesome work and how, you know, his his story writing is and everything with, you know, with the My Little Ponies and everything. And then he tells us that he's, you know, got this um, original work of Time and Vine and how it's, you know, like when you go into this winery, you go into a room and you drink. Uh, you know, you drink a, a vintage of wine. And, I love and, the and, premise. I know, and you go and you get you know transported. So you, dr- you drink a bottle of of nineteen twelve wine, and you get inebriated. And while you're you travel to nineteen twelve, I know until you sober up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we bought the book, and I I wanted to read it last night, but I crashed. Uh, I, I crashed. Was- <laughs> so didn't get yeah. to read it last night, but I'm looking forward to reading it and. So, um, but yeah, and he was just so down to earth and absolutely incredible. And, you know, it was, it, it was a real honor to be able to, you know, to talk to him and everything. And, uh, so, and then of course I immediately went home and like followed him and all this kind of stuff. But we, we got a bunch of, you know, of his books and everything and we're going to be reading those. And he, uh, autographed a copy of the My Little Pony book for Steven as well. So that was it was really awesome. Steven was like, hey, thanks, guys. You know, he was really excited about it. So that was pretty cool. Yep. Yeah, and on, on that note, uh, another good thing that conventions are for is finding all kinds of stuff to spend money on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know I know for sure that me and Wendy spent quite a bit. Uh, Not found... as much as we have in the past. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was... It was Moderated quite well, yes. Uh, Should have seen but, us at Awesome Con last year. <laughs> yeah. Too much money was spent. Way too much money. Way too much money. But a lot of fun was had, too, though. You know? Yeah, like, it was, you, can, you can find think, things and um, of just about any sort of thing that you might, might be a fan of. Like, even stuff that might not even be considered geeky. Uh which is a very limited list. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, can you give me an example? <laughs> I mean, sports stuff. I mean, there were there was sports stuff there. Yeah, the occasional thing like for like U of M and Spartans and stuff. It's just sort of off to the side. 
But oh, but it was like with people selling other stuff. Yes. So it was okay. Yeah. All so right. it wasn't, there's no like shop that spells, uh, sells explicitly, you know, things that might not be considered geeky, but uh, you can find things there. Okay. And, you know, all kinds of art, artists, you know, because we got, we ourselves, we got coasters that were made from comic book pages taken out of a Star Wars comic strip. They're pretty cool. Yep. They're pretty cool. But yeah, I yeah. So money. If you're ever going to a con, don't don't think you're not going to spend money because you'll find something that you like. I spent zero dollars. I found things I wanted to buy, but apparently it's still cool in 2018 to be cash only Uh, at an event where it's dangerous to carry around large sums of cash. Really? (laughs) Like everyone that we went to, I mean, well, I mean, obviously, like the autographs and stuff, they were, you know, it was cash only. But that's to be expected, you know. But um, but no, like every every place, every like table that we went to and everything, they were like they had the square and stuff, and you could swipe your card and everything. So uh, yeah. yeah, there was there was very few things I actually. Yeah, had to what break what did you want to buy that was cash only? Uh, I was gonna buy some magic cards. Oh, okay. Uh, right. And okay. I could see the them. vendor said his card reader broke, and he uh, picked up a new one, but it wasn't compatible with his phone because it requires an iPhone five or newer. Oh, so tech, so you know, technical Which is, you difficulties. Know, a six to eight, what eight year old phone at this point? <laughs> <laughs> Something I'd suffer from. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, with iPhones, I'd start to question how well that thing is running after after it's. Been... Hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew muted. <laughs> Andrew muted. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, he's lost mic privileges. No. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. This is what you get when you mess with the sound engineer. <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, yeah. That that definitely stinks. Um, I mean, was there something like super special? Like, what magic card were you looking for? No, it was just a good deal. Oh, okay. It was a discount for the show, but yeah, okay, cash only. So, oh, bummer. There's usually good deals on that kind of thing. Yeah, and I bought a few Yu-Gi-Oh cards that way. See, oh yeah, you're into Yu-Gi-Oh. Is that what's in that blue container that like I've never seen you play, but you always bring it down to Tennessee? Yeah. <laughs> I keep trying. It used to we used to break it out a lot, but apparently your cousins have grown out of it. Well, that and yeah. That, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know the the ones that were really into it, they're often college, so they don't have as much time to hang out around home. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so Brandon, what? What would you say out of the you know the few comic cons that that I've drug you to? <laughs> I say that jokingly. Um, what would you say is like your favorite, your favorite memory? Because I know I have a favorite memory of you from Comic Con. There's like I can't I don't know if I could pick specifically from like the four years that I've been because there's a lot that happens in just one day, let alone four weekends worth. Yeah, <laughs> pick one. I could. I could probably pick one from each year, but like, okay, <laughs> not not all together. I don't know because there's, as we learned from the last show, I'm a big fan of The Walking Dead. Yeah, there's usually quite a few of the the actors and actresses there that I get really excited to meet. So and really awkward too. I, yeah, yeah. So, socially awkward Brandon is socially awkward. <laughs> no, this this wasn't even like socially awkward. This was just like creepy awkward. <laughs> so when he met when um when he went to um 
to go meet. There was Abraham and Eugene. I don't remember the the actors' names though. Josh McDermott and Michael Cudlitz. Okay, see, I knew you'd knew. Yeah. You'd, um. So, uh, apparently, Michael Cudlitz does like a Bisquick challenge. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but he only does it in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's looking at us. No, I'm just. I'm now have to Google Bisquick challenge. Go ahead, keep going. <laughs> so, Don't yeah, slow, so, slow, slow you down. can always explain it. Yeah. So, yeah. Bis- so Bisquick challenge is. Um, he has a line in in the show that it's you know, um, you can't you can't pour Bisquick without. No, what what is it? Tell me. I. <sighs> it's you're putting me on the spot. This was like a couple seasons ago already. Yeah. So it's it about like, it, like you... he was talking about how Maggie and Glenn, Glenn were, were... You know, expecting. Yeah. And uh, and it was something along like can't pour bisquick, you know, with, you know, or you can't make a pancake without. No. I don't know. All right, you're gonna Google it now. Um, but anyway, so ever since then, whenever they do Walker Soccer Con, there's a bis- bisquick challenge, and he asks everyone to bring in boxes of bisquick, and then he goes and he donates them to a food kitchen. Oh, okay. And uh, and so Brandon, you know, knowing this and everything, he brought two huge. I'm telling, like they like Sam's Club slash Costco, like quality huge boxes of Bisquick, and like <laughs> like had to be triple bagged, and each of them had their own bag, you know, huge. And uh, he's bringing them in and everything. And Michael Cudlitz was like, "Oh man, like I don't have." We're not doing that here because I don't have a hookup here with like the soup kitchen. So uh, do me a favor and take it to your soup kitchen. Thank you so much, man. He like, but he did spend like a good like five minutes talking to us, okay. at, you know, but it was really cool, you know, and, and, um, he was, so are you guys together? And I'm like, well, we're, we're here together, but we're not together. That's my nephew, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, okay. um, you know, but he was, he was really cool and everything. So, but we had, I, I sent, I sent Brandon back to the car to put the Bisquick back. I'm like, I'm not carrying these. It, is, it was heavy for sure. <laughs> so, it was really heavy. But then we, um, we, so right next, right next to, to him was, yep. was Josh McDermott and Brandon got him a like jar of peanuts because there was a line in the show. No, there was a scene, a scene in the show. Yeah, okay, go for it. There's a scene where uh, Abraham is. I, I mean, uh, oh gosh, I'm mixing up all the names. Where Eugene was being held hostage um, by a character, and in self defense, he bites the guy's nuts. <laughs> so yeah, so and uh, you know, apparently that's you know the running joke and everything. You know, is that he likes peanuts. You know, he likes that. So, um, so Brandon got him a jar of peanuts, but then totally went like full on like starstruck. <laughs> yeah. And when he's like, here, he's what what? And he's like, just just take it. <laughs> <laughs> Josh McCurry's what is it? Uh, well, just, just take it. Like, <laughs> 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 what, what is it? it's peanuts. Oh, oh, because I like nuts. Yeah. Here. <laughs> and Josh is like, like I, you could tell he didn't know what to. Uh, thanks, man. You know, and yeah. like, <laughs> like, Brandon made it so awkward, and he was it was like totally starstruck. <laughs> Here, just just take it. Like it could be a bomb, dude. What are you giving him? Like. <laughs> Happens to you know, the best I, of us. I though. really didn't think about it. My <laughs> mind was like going a, mi- a million miles an hour. I was like, 
Hello? Brain? Yeah. Compute? <laughs> but I did a Google the Abraham line, and it's uh, when you are uh, when you were pouring the Bisquick, were you trying to make pancakes? There it is. <laughs> so was, was it was it so, planned was the question. Yeah, 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 but uh, yeah, yeah. he just it just has a way with words. Yeah. He? <laughs> he does. Like, <laughs> he really did. That was like his thing in the show. Uh, Those one-liners <laughs> that were just – yeah. <laughs> For those of you who have not watched it. Is it on it. tonight? Is that tonight? It is coming back tonight. Tonight's the return? Okay. Yeah. Brandon's crying. Oh, I'm not ready. Yeah. Is, uh, do we We're say not... goodbye to What's-His-Face with the hat? We... Oh. What's his face with the hat? Love it, yes, Carl. <laughs> we were, we were, we were talking about it in the car on the way over here, though, because we we're, you know, we we're like, ah, oh, like we kind of hope that it just that they just let it happen, you know, right. like instead of dragging it out for like three episodes, because mm. that would really suck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. But people are like, that's that's uh, that's a big emotional blow for the for the uh, for the series, yeah, and for oh. the cast, yeah. Yeah, yeah Brandon, gonna, Brandon and, that's a show and, in and of itself, and for, for Brandon. And for the and for the whole and for all the fans, <laughs> it's a big emotional blow. I am um, well. He wasn't well, supposed to, and it's not I, like his on his arm. Just whack that arm off. No, yeah. it's like right in his gut. You know, it's I, like ah. Yeah, I'm an avid comic. <laughs> Spoilers, guys. Sorry. Dead. Oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was coming. If you had read all the graphic novels, well, you knew no, it was coming. No, no. He's, he's still alive in the comics. He is. Oh. He's basically the focus of the comics nowadays. Well, somebody was asking too much in their next contract. <laughs> uh, no, he actually he bent over backwards. Like he even went and bought a house near it and everything. Like. He completely turned his life around for this show, like, right, right. and so they 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 did him bad. Wow, they did him bad, and and Brandon Brandon and I cried. It was bad because I'm like, no, I'm not ready for this. What is going on? So, oh. um, but yeah, so but he because we had binge watched it like um so the first half of the season because when we went down to Disney earlier this year, we decided that on our drive back up we were going to stop in Sonoy. Sino- Sonoy, yep. and which is like a, um, a, this town in in Georgia that everything, like a lot of stuff, is is there, and then the studios there where they film a lot of it. And so we were going to do a tour and everything. He's like, I don't want things spoiled for you. So we're sitting, like we're sitting in the oh. hotel room the day before. And we decided to take like a, just like okay, we drove. You know, we're about to drive. You know, following day, we're just gonna take a day to crash. And uh, no, Brandon was like, no, you're not going to crash. We're going to binge watch. And we binge watched <laughs> Gotta it. Gotta catch you up. Oh, my gosh. And I was like on an emotional roller coaster and mm. I was not prepared. And then I'm like, why did you do this to me? <laughs> and even though, because, and it was ruined for me too yeah. on Facebook earlier because, right. you know, that it, that it happened. But. but I was still glad that you saw it beforehand because on yeah. the tour they were like, and this is where Carl would be right now. And I'm like, too soon and she was like i know it's too soon but this is where he would be (laughs) so but uh but yeah but yeah back to the to the cons yeah so what's your favorite sorry (sighs) uh putting you back on spotlight i mean if i really have to pick one i'd probably pick my first comic con because that's what got me into the rest of them okay and you know even though it was like considered a smaller one for like the how many walking dead cast members were there Mm -hmm. um you know meeting Kyla Kennedy, um, the actress that played Mika in season four, that was really cool. And then got g- getting the group photo op with a uh, Shane Herschel um, and Kyla, that was pretty cool. Uh, Mika, yeah, it was pretty cool. His face was genuine. That was it, my favorite. It, literally, just like <laughs> mouth wide open, shock face. 
Yeah, because they had like their hands on him and they were pointing to him and just like, and uh, he shows me the picture. That was my, that's actually my favorite. My favorite memory is is seeing the picture. <laughs> it's all over his Facebook too. He was it was genuine. Like, oh my god, this is happening to me. Look, like it was really cool. So that's when I knew that I made the right decision by dragging him to Comic Con. Babe, what's your favorite? Huh. Well, I think I'd have to go with uh, going to the. Um the last um, panel uh, of um, Adam West and um, Burt Ward, Burt Ward uh, in Detroit. Uh, that was that was really cool. You know, we got a lot of cool, heard a lot of cool stories from yeah. him. Got a lot of f- fun jokes. You know, Adam West came walking in uh, onto the stage. Uh, you know, walking really slowly and acting like he needed help, and then then he. Uh, you pushed the guy off and just walked perfectly normal. Yeah. <laughs> Joker to the end. Yeah. 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 That was really cool. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it's just a- the budding thrust of manhood. <laughs> <laughs> should, should I share that story? Please. Okay. So, uh, story that he told about at the end of the, the panel, uh, cause somebody had asked them about, uh, improv moments or whatever. And they couldn't really think of any time they improv per se, but um, uh, Bert Ward could remember this one sort of a uh, embarrassing tale where uh, Adam West could not get his lines right. Uh, and so I guess it was like the last episode of the show, or at least of one of the seasons. And they had uh, taken, or they were taking Batgirl to the Batcave, uh, but they had her knocked out. <laughs> so that oh, she couldn't, yeah, so that no, she couldn't she tell so she couldn't tell where the the bat cave entrance was you know like <laughs> they, she wouldn't be able to figure it out uh but so robin's sitting sitting in in the you know passenger seat of the batmobile with with batman and he's like uh his line was gosh batman batgirl sure looks pretty um and then uh, uh adam west was supposed to say uh something like i'm glad you noticed that or robin or something like that you know kind of awkward line anyway but <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad you're uh, starting to notice those things boy i wonder <laughs> yeah yeah i was starting to wonder about you know in those tights <laughs> now uh so do you like gladiator movies sorry <laughs> different movie different <laughs> that wasn't that probably wasn't the line either that, that probably wasn't the line either well you know so they uh that show operated on a pretty tight budget <laughs> And they only really had enough money for each show to do a retake, to do about 14 retakes of any scenes in general, uh, he said. So they were on the 13th, uh, <laughs> they, they, they'd gone through 13 takes and they were on the very last one. So it was like, all right, whatever, whatever happens here, because Adam West kept messing up the line. They're like, all right, whatever he says here, we've got to go with. <laughs> oh boy. And, uh, so, uh, you know, they went through the scene. Golly, Batman, Batgirl sure looks pretty. And at, and he's like, and I kid you not, Adam West decided to change the line in this very moment. <laughs> 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 to, I'm glad you noticed, Robin. It's just the budding thrust of manhood. <laughs> it shows. It shows. The, yeah. Oh, it shows the budding <laughs> thrust of manhood. <laughs> and uh, everyone died. Everyone died of laughter. That made it to the cut, <laughs> yeah, huh? Yeah. And uh, it, they had they had to put it on, and uh, they got in trouble for it. <laughs> uh, uh, <yeah. laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was I actually I actually um videotaped that, you know, that that thing and I was like I'm so glad that I would like chose that moment to start recording cuz that was fantastic. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, no that was that was fun. That, yeah. What about so, yours? What's your favorite? Ooh, all right. Yeah, just like you, there's there's too many to choose yeah. from. Yeah, exactly. Being put on the spot now. Yeah. I mean, she didn't wash her hand for a week after meeting uh, Sean Aston. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I no. I. I I'm kidding. I'm, 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 I'm exaggerating. She said that she wasn't going to, but you know, that no, was, no, that no. Was, they uh, said it. Remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. They okay, said it. So, so I got. I love Lord of the Rings. I am like huge Lord of the Rings fan, and um, and so Sean Aston was at Motor City Comic Con, and I was done up, dressed up as as River Song from Doctor Who. And uh, go up, you know, go up to him and everything. And the entire the entire day, I was uh, um, was having like I was able to have like like full on conversations with you know with celebrities, except for like tongue slipping on John Francis Daly. I'm so sorry. That sounds so, a bit wrong. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's a story for another time, and it's not dirty in any way, shape, or form. So. Um, but I got to go up and meet Sean Aston and I was super excited. And the guy in front of, you know, of us was having, you know, Sean Aston sign on like a, a thing that he brought on his own. It was like a special poster that he's had several other people sign and they were trying to get it back into the protective sleeve and, you know, and everything. And, um, you know, Sean Aston, he's trying to get it in there and everything. And the guy's like, just, 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 you know, just give it here. You know, I don't know if it, there was something not right with him or something you know i probably shouldn't say that or you know or if he was just super nervous i'm not sure or if he was like i don't want something to happen to this poster <laughs> yeah and when you got but, so many other names on it that have yeah. already signed it you really don't want damage to before right. so i being the smart aleck that i am made a joke and i said you know i said oh this is just your you know this is just your way of getting to spend more time with sean you know w- w- you know with the celebrity and everyone else at the table thought it was funny you know like you know the, you know i don't know who the other people were to sean Aston, but they you know they were laughing sean Aston got a chuckle out of it and uh and the guy just walked away like super angry and i'm like i'm sorry like okay totally not the thing to say apparently so um but, you know, Sean Aston was like, yeah, did you see that guy? Like, I, you know, and he was having this conversation with me and I was totally cool. I was level headed and everything. Have full on conversation. Right. And then I asked, you know, I was like, can I be really weird and ask to shake your hand? And he goes, absolutely. And he gives me a handshake. And I literally am skipping and jumping out of the line. Like <laughs> <laughs> bouncing like up and down. bouncing up and yeah. down. Like it was and everyone in the line is just laughing at me. And the lady at the end was like, you know, she's not going to wash her hand for like a week after this. And Scott was like, yeah, I know, you know, and, and Sean Aston's laughing at me and everything. And I'm literally in my river song costume and just, <laughs> just bouncing away, you know, she, and she literally skipped off. Yeah. And everyone was just laughing at me and the guy, like there was a guy, a random guy waiting for me, you know, waiting at the end. He was like, so you, you must've enjoyed that, huh? I'm like, yeah, I was, yeah. So I, I would have to say that that is probably one of my favorite memories. And, uh, and it wasn't, I didn't plan on being that like school girl. I was like keeping my head. I was like, I am meeting this awesome guy. Like, like one of my favorite characters from the movies, I'm getting to meet him and I'm like doing so good. I'm having this conversation with him and it's so good. 
and blew it right out of the water by giddily skipping out while, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, yeah, that happened. <laughs> yeah. But I got to meet Sean Astin. <laughs> yeah. No, and uh, just uh, an- another example of, you know, sort of awesome moments that you can see going to a con. Uh, while me and Wendy were at uh, Awesome Con out in, it's Awesome Con, right? Yes. Yeah. DC. Out in Washington, yes. D.C., uh, I was waiting in the line right next to the line for Will Wheaton. Uh, and guy comes up to Will Wheaton, hands him this, this uh, bundle of gray cloth. And, you know, no one knew what it was exactly at the time, but then Will Wheaton unfolds it and his face just goes, it, it lights up and his jaw drops and he pulls it up and it was his original Wesley Crusher uniform that he had actually wore on the show oh <laughs> that the guy brought and so like well we, does that then he, he drops it and i see him he, he he uh so all the booths were sort of set up together with like little curtains and stuff but they had a break area where they had all their own personal belongings and mm-hmm. so he ran and he, he he bolted through about five other people's uh booths <laughs> 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 to just get to that, just break like room. ran and was tripping over stuff and whatnot to get to that room, and then you see him coming back and he's waving. He's got a cell phone in his hand, and he he, he comes up and uh, you know he wants a picture with the guy. <laughs> oh, that's great <laughs> with with his old uniform, you know, because he doesn't have it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's gonna be so cool. like he was, you know, he was like teary eyed and oh. just like so excited and whatnot, and yeah, it's really cool moment. I missed it. Because yeah. I was getting a gift for Brandon. Mm-hmm. Brandon agreed Best to. Best gift ever. I know, right? <laughs> I'm such a good aunt. <laughs> so <laughs> um, Brandon agreed to uh, to walk me down the aisle. This will be our last story and then we'll, we'll um, cut it off and everything. But um, Brandon agreed to walk me down the aisle since, you know, my, my family situation is kind of awkward and I don't have, you know, my dad. So, um, but uh, um, that's long story but yes but the short story was that so Brandon agreed to walk me down the aisle and uh and give me away and so um in you know like as a gift for this and everything we were at awesome con and one of the people from walking dead was i mean there were several people but one of them was jerry from the walking dead he's the cobbler dude you know and at the time i hadn't I hadn't been caught up yet. You know, I was still, you know, season, you know, season, well, not even a full season behind, but I was a little bit behind. And, uh, and so I'm like inconspicuously like texting, like, Hey, I'm in line here talking to some people and they have, you know, we were talking walking dead. I don't know the answer to this question. You know, who's Jerry? Is he good? You know? And I'm like, please let him like not see through my, my (laughs) veil here. And, uh, and he goes, Oh yeah, Jerry's the cobbler guy. He's fantastic. I love him. I'm like, that was so much easier than I thought I was going to be. <laughs> so I get up there and, uh, and they have you, you know, they have you put the name of who you want to, you know, who you want it to, to be signed to, you know? And so obviously I'm a girl. My name's not Brandon. So he goes, so where's Brandon? You know, and I'm like, he's still up in Michigan. He goes, why is he here? And I, you know, I told him, I said, well, this is just a trip for, you know, for my fiance and I to, to get away before our wedding. And I told him how Brandon, like, very graciously agreed to step out of his shell enough to, you know, to walk me down the aisle. And it's a huge deal and everything. And because, as Brandon said, he's socially awkward, very shy, you know. And so um, he wrote on there, you know, he's, you know, hey, Brandon. Um, oh, 
it was some all right. Bravery comes in you like in places that you least expect it. In other words, bring an axe or always bring an axe. And then he signed it. And uh and like I'm like, this is gonna be fantastic. So I put it in a sleeve and everything and I go and give it to Brandon. He's like, This is great. And I'm like, boom, best aunt ever award right here. Yes, cons are great places for gifts. Yeah. <laughs> we have gotten so many people so many like eye eye watering gifts. Yeah. You know? So, but, uh, but yeah, so I got to, I, I missed the whole Will Wheaton thing while I was getting like, you know, mm. gift of the year. But I mean, two awesome moments at the same con at the same time. Like, you know, so conventions are just phenomenal. And so riding the high from yesterday, we wanted to, to just, you know, pay homage to it today yeah. and talk and, about and, it. And, and inform you that if you haven't go, go find, find a convention of something that you like and go. Yeah. It's just, it's really phenomenal. So. All right. Well, and and this doesn't happen very often, but we already have next week's topic picked out. We are going to be talking about musicals mm. because, um, you know, we have all watched The Greatest Showman multiple times. It's <laughs> <laughs> and listened to the soundtrack over and over again and everything. And Scott and I are actually going to be going and seeing Les Mis this upcoming Saturday 